Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mighty Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the Thrill from Martinsville, the Neon Ninja, the Plus Size Podcast Prince, Danimal, Danaconda. Dan the Lion, Dan of the People, Dan and a Half, Dan and then some, Dan I am, Dan I can. The fuck is good, man? I must be honest, before I started this podcast, I got fucking stoned, man. Stoned to the bone, dude. You know, you might be thinking, Dan, you're usually stoned. Like, if you know me, stoned all the time but sometimes like shit just hits you different you know I was burning incense thinking about funny shit for the podcast just doing the blades and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I don't know what happened I got fucking baked dude so this isn't a podcast this is more like a podcast <laughs> sometimes I think of an idea so good I'm like how has somebody not come out with a podcast yet you know what I mean? Have all the podcasts you want, but I'm surprised, like, a pothead park type hasn't come out with a podcast. Maybe next 420, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just, like, fucking, I don't know, get some crazy contraption. You know, like those, like, you know, like the volcano vaporizer and shit, all the different pens they have these days. Looking like Elon Musk designed it and it fell out of a fucking spaceship. And then you just plug it in and burn some weed in it. <laughs> It makes me laugh like Cat Williams had a fucking great joke um, about going to a dispensary and uh, somebody plugs in a vaporizer. He's like, what the fuck? He like pulls out a lighter to like smoke some weed and they just plug this machine in. He's like, what? <laughs> Cat Williams was awesome, man. Whatever happened to that guy? You know, he just went off the fucking rails, man. Um, funny fucking comedian, though. Like, if you go back and you watch, like, the Pimp Chronicles, God, they hold up so good. Or that one where he's in the green suit. Oh, my God, dude. Cat Williams, like, oh, so dope. Such a good comedian. I remember back in, like, you know, it must have been 2014. Right before I moved out 
to uh, Vancouver. Um, I was living in a hotel with my old man, with my dad, and uh, we were getting kicked out of the hotel. It was the last day. He was gone. He met some chick and he was like trying to move in with her. Um, and I was in this hotel by myself. And it was like, you know, we had to check out by 11 and it was like nine o'clock in the morning and I'm all fucking tweaking and everything. And I was sitting around and on the TV, there was this Cat Williams, this fucking special where he's in the green suit. And he just had like such a fucking good, like it was funny, his shit was funny, but then it was like super positive, like super uplifting. And I remember thinking like, you know, I remember feeling inspired after that. You know, of course I went homeless. I lived in a van for a little bit, then moved out to Vancouver. And, you know, I would still fucking smoke. I'd go on to like smoke meth for a year and still fuck up my life and be homeless and all this crazy shit happened. But like in that moment, watching that Cat Williams special, I just fucking felt like everything was going to work out. Everything was going to be okay. And that's the fucking great kind of comedy that I love, dude, that uplifting shit. And ever since I have had like a little soft spot for that fucking Cat Williams, man. You know, even though he wigged out and went nuts and all this and that. Like, I fucking hate to see that. You hate to see that. Anyway, what's up, people? It's Wednesday. Um, wanted to start the fucking, wanted to start the podcast strong today. You know what I mean? Right for your middle of the week podcast. It's Thursday, probably, when you're listening to this motherfucker. You know, it's uh, like two days before May Long weekend. Ooh, May Long is so good, dude. I love that May Long steez. Um, you know, when I used to live in Saskatchewan, May Long would always be like, you know, everybody's opening up their lakes and the campers and shit. You know, it, it's a huge, like, you come to Saskatoon and it's all right. The city's all right. You know what I mean? The suburbs are all right. You know, it's, it's beautiful in the city, I guess. But like the real great part of Saskatchewan is fucking the lakes, dude. The wilderness, dude. It's incredible. So that's good. I heard there's supposed to be fucking snow on Friday, though. Can you believe that shit? I woke up this morning. It was it was plus 30 all week. And then I wake up this morning, and they're like, oh, it's plus 4 right now. And it's going to be freezing overnight. And you might get snow in the middle of fucking May. Ugh, Canada. You know what I mean? Ugh, Saskatchewan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, God. It's terrible, dude. Absolutely terrible. I can remember times when it's, like, snowed in June. You know, and people fucking joke about it and shit. But uh, that's just the price you pay, I guess. What's the fucking price you pay for living in Saskatchewan? Still don't know why people fucking settled here. I don't see why everybody just doesn't live uh, in Vancouver. You know, in Canada. And then I don't see why everybody in America just doesn't live in Florida, Texas, and fucking California and shit. You know, those southern states. But, you know, everything's different. What are you going to do? That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you going to do, dude? Um, Getting lots of good skating in, though. Fuck yeah, dude. Of course, you know, your boy's out there just, you know, not working on heel flips. I'm the, uh, not working on kick flips. I'm the fucking heel flip kid now. Just getting crispy with those, dude. And I'm looking for a great street spot, too. I figure, like, that's what I'm missing, dude. You know, in Vancouver, I would always skate, like, you know, I'd always go to China Creek. 
or I'd go to there's this park on Main Street or uh, 16th and Main I would go to sometimes but lots of times I would just go to like there's a couple of elementary schools that were great for skating perfectly set up waxed up nice and then there was Emily Carr University sometimes I would skate the plaza but like I had like three or four great street spots to just go and fucking everything was waxy or there's nice coping down and you could just go and fucking throw some buttery lines down. It's great, dude. I love straight skating street. So I got to find like, you know, there's not like a ton of skaters in the suburbs of Saskatoon out in Martinsville here. We're not like rolling in skaters. So cats haven't like fucking greased anything up. There's no wax anywhere. You know, so I got to go make my own street spots, which is fun. Like, I'm going to enjoy the challenge, dude. You know, but uh, yeah, it's just something I got to do, man. It's fucking, you know, these scooter kids are fucking killing me. Every time I go to the skate park, it's just fucking infested here in Martinsville with goddamn scooter kids. You know, and they're fucking standing around. Lots of them aren't even working on tricks and shit. They're just fucking standing around on their fucking scooters, dude. Hard to get a line in. It's like, God damn it. And ever since I fucking slammed into that one scooter kid and my elbow turned purple, like I'm nervous about ripping around the bowls in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just got fucking straight up dropped into. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Shit is fucking ridiculous, dude. So yeah, man. Gotta find myself a fucking street spot. Um, you know, and also, like, in case any of the homies come out to fucking you know, visit me here, like, you know, and they skate, like, I'm gonna have to fucking bust out, like, there's some great street spots in Saskatoon, University and shit, Thorson Building, oh, God, there's a fucking stair set, it's all tile, so it sounds cool when you're ripping on it, and there's, like, a nice little three set you can warm up on, and then there's a five set with a little rail, it's pretty sick, uh, buttery landing and everything is real nice, real fucking smooth landing and shit on there, but then, the other side of the stair set is like this stretched five. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I was wondering if anybody skated that. And then I started following this Instagram account called uh, Saskatoon Skate Videos or something like that. And there's video of somebody ollieing the fucking stretched out like six set, dude. Oh my God. It's fucking primo, man. Love to see that shit. So I'm going to fucking definitely hit up that spot. And I got to fucking work on finding spots around Martinsville. I know it's skatable around here. You know, I'm going to have to take a couple of days off the board because it's going to be fucking chilly out. But um the fuck are you going to do, man? I'm going to find a great street spot. And then when the homies come through, it'll be like, boom, boom, everything's all greased up and fucking throw it down. dude. Plus, I wouldn't mind trying to, like, film some more. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, I feel like the filming, like, I got some good tricks last year in. You know, I filmed a couple of cool board slides and shit and you know, some cool flat ground, and I just want to fucking keep on progressing to someday, like, make myself a little fucking video part with a mullet blowing in the wind and lover boy working for the weekend playing in the background while I land buttery heel flips and fucking hopefully a back crook. How happy would I be? That would be it, dude. That's like, you know, I'm a simple man. I got into crypto you know what I mean? But I'm not, like, dreaming of Rolls Royces and shit. I just want a little skate video. You know what I mean? I will, I heard, I was listening to this podcast about skateboarding. Um, if you're a skater, like, check out the Nine Club. And you're probably listening to this like, yeah, of course, I know. I'm a little late to the party. But the fucking Nine Club is sick. And they were talking about this cat who, like, put a GoPro on a skateboard and rolled it. 
and then skated in front of it and fucking did his tricks and it was just like a perfect shot so i was like damn i'm gonna try that dude because i got a whole nother setup i could just fucking use man anyway getting fucking esoteric what else do I want to talk about? Let's talk about some fucking funny stories on this podcast, dude. You know, I was thinking like, you know, I was thinking about all the funny people in Vancouver I've been talking about, BC I've been talking about. You know, there's been some rugged stories, you know, about people like fucking trying to barehand rob a 7-Eleven. <laughs> so funny to me, dude. So funny. Everybody with crazy nicknames and fuck, I was thinking about my boy Twisty, man. The young Twisty, I was talking to this fucking cat and he was talking about getting fucked up on edibles. And I was like, oh shit, this fucking, this guy Twisty I used to work with. Now Twisty was like a little bit older than me. You know, I'm pretty sure he had like fucking Asperger's or something. He was like super rude when he first came to work. You know, he called himself Captain Condescending. That's what he fucking called himself. Captain Condescending. Do you believe that shit? So we'd argue with this guy all the time and we gave him this nickname Twisty. Me and my man Kroosh, we gave him this fucking name Twisty. Because <laughs> he said that's how he jerks off, he just twists his fingers in his palm. <laughs> so we called him Twisty Dick. So funny because Richard, that was his name. Uh, people shorten it to Dick for some reason. Hilarious, that fucking makes me laugh. So we'd fucking, we'd always joke on this guy and clown this guy because he was such a cunt. What are you going to do? When somebody's like an asshole, you got to like, you got to roast them. It just has to happen. And um, so this guy was fucking weird. Like, you know, like I was saying, he was like kind of Asperger's and shit. And he worked at the same job for 10 years. He was living in Ontario. Worked the same job 10 years. And uh, he broke up with his girlfriend. And he meets this chick in like playing a video game like Age of Empires or some shit. You know, like those weird strategy games that you like build a fort and fucking go fight these other people or whatever. He starts talking to this chick on this fucking server and she lives in Seattle, Washington. My man lives in Ontario, Canada, somewhere by Toronto, I think, or wherever the fuck. I'm not sure where he lived down there. So he fucking, she comes out and visits him. Turns out he's, my man's like 30, 35. She's like 65 so she flies out and meets him she's 65 and he's like oh feeling it and then he flies out visits her and then they fucking they go from ontario and drive they buy a fucking van my man quits his job and he drives all the way across the country all the way from ontario all the way to bc all the way to vancouver that's clear across the country he drives with this fucking 65 year old broad Shows up to work, gets a job. Now I fucking show up on site. I'm doing the blades, or I was smoking. I was smoking dabs on my cigarette lighter, so I was getting fucking stoned and doing one hits. And I pull up to the job site in the van, and I'm all fucking high. And this dude's standing there with a hard hat, and he looks crazy. Like this guy had a beard, and he's like skinny, and he kind of had like weird fucking rat teeth and like these crazy eyes and shit. And uh, he's standing there with a hard hat, and I thought he was like a fucking city worker. I was like, holy shit. He was like, yo, are you Dan? Uh, I got a job here as a drywaller. I was like, cool, man, cool. And um, he fucking, he was living at a campsite with this fucking 60-year-old broad or whatever. So she comes to pick him up, and she's waiting in the van, and I see her. You know, I'm standing out there with Twisty. I'm fucking having a vape, talking shit, and this lady, this old lady pulls up. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I drove across the country with her. 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, how was it driving across the country with your mom? Is that your mom? And he's like, no, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> like, dude, if you're 35, you can't be calling your 65-year-old girlfriend a girlfriend. You have to call her your woman friend or your partner. Like, if she fucking has kids that are your age, and she did. She had, like, my man. Well, anyway, I'll go on with the story. So, anyways, they move in together. And uh, things are obviously serious. Like, it was so weird. Like, it was so weird to see this guy with such an older chick. Like, she was, like, 30. She was, like, almost twice his fucking age. She was almost twice his age. Now, he did look like a sex offender. And he played a ton of fucking video games. This guy, like, they would fucking... They would... He was, like, playing, like, Final Fantasy and Fallout and all these fucking things. And they bought, like, in their apartment, they had a table with two computers side by side... And two fucking computer chairs. And they would just sit there and play video games for an entire weekend. That was their fucking steez. That was their life. Just playing video games. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It was so weird. I didn't fucking understand it at all. So, you know, we're roasting them at work. And finally, like, you know, these people just got to get comfortable. When somebody's, like, slightly autistic or has fucking Asperger's, I think it just takes, like, a little bit of time for them to get comfortable. And he got into it. Like, we weren't that mean to him, and he started, we started being friendly with him, and he was friendly with us. Um, and then he fucking asked me, he's like, yo, I'm getting married, do you want to be my best man? I was like, oh, shit, man, god damn it, you know what I mean? I barely knew the cat, I just saw him at work, he called himself Captain Condescending, I knew himself for like fucking, I knew him for like six months, maybe. He was so fucking weird, this dude, this dude was fucking wild, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, dude, I'll do it. I'll be your fucking best man. That's fine. So uh, he fucking, you know, talks about the date or whatever. And then like, you know, the weekend before his thing, he's like, yo, we should go. You know, he was like, um, are we going to do a bachelor party? And I was like, yeah, dude, we can do a bachelor party. It'll be fucking fun, man. I was just going to go take him to the bar because I did not want to take my man to the strip club. He looked like a fucking, he looked wild. My man looked nuts. He looked like the Zodiac killer. He looked like fucking shit, dude. He looked crazy. I wasn't going to take him to a strip club. Plus, I was broke at the time. So I went out, got some edibles. I got like 300 milligram edibles. They were like these little bunnies, uh, 75 milligrams each. You know, so 300 in a package, 75 milligrams each. I was eating a lot of edibles at the time. I was eating like 900 milligrams. I thought it would just be like a fun primer. It would be a fun way to like start the fucking bachelor party. You know what I mean? So I pick him up and I was with my girlfriend at the time. Um, you know, I was just driving her home and on the way I'd stop and pick Twisty up. And he thought that, <laughs> he thought this chick was like a fucking escort <laughs> that I got for him. It's like, you fucking weirdo twist. No, it's not the case. I went, dropped this fucking chick off. And then, uh, you know, I was like, yo, man, you know, we're driving back to my place to do some pre-drinking. I was like, yo, man, you want to do an edible? You know, now he had smoked weed with me a couple of times here and there. So he was like, yeah, dude, eats the fucking 75. I eat 75. And I was like, yo, man, let's fucking make this a party. Let's make this a party. And I give him another gummy and I take another gummy. So now he's eating... 150 milligrams of THC. My man is a fucking video game nerd who's like 140 pounds, like 6'3", 140 pounds, very skinny, looked like a fucking broomstick. You know what I mean? Looked crazy. This guy looked crazy. 
So we fucking get back to my place and he's like, you know, I meet up with Croche, we start drinking, you know, we pour some drinks, go stand outside and uh, <laughs> Twisty like it starts to fucking hit him, starts to fucking hit Twisters. He's fucking standing and he's like leaning on, on my car and he starts leaning forward and he's leaning with his drink. He's leaning with his drink, so his drink is like starting to fucking tip over and tip over and tip over and tip over until it almost spills and Croach like puts his cup under Twisty's cup and it was like looked like a fountain for a second. It was hilarious. So we're like, oh shit, let's bring fucking Twisticles inside. We fucking bring Twisty inside, lay him up on a couch, give him a fucking blanket, and he's like laying there and shaking and shit. It's like you fucking pussy twist. It's just a fucking little bit of fucking edibles, you know? And Croach like, Croach was like, what the fuck, man? Why did you give him edibles? Like, why did you give him so many edibles? You just fucked him up. And I felt bad. Like, to be honest, like, you know, at the time I felt like shit. You know, I didn't mean to fuck him up that bad. Like, I, I wanted him to just get stoned. And he got, my man got fucking obliterated. My man got blasted off into fucking Mars now. You know what I mean? Because I've always said, like... The most fucked up I've ever gotten, and I've done a lot of drugs, I've done a lot of different drugs, and the most fucked up I've ever gotten was off of weed edibles. You know what I mean? So I sent that guy into the state. I fucked him up. I'm sorry. I felt bad. I was like, shit. You know, let's go get him something. And uh, Kroosh was like, yeah, dude, we'll go get him a hero, a gyro. Is it gyro or hero, hero, whatever the fuck? We go get him one of those, you know, it's like the pita, the fucking sliced meat and uh, Middle Eastern meat and like lettuce and some fucking tzatziki sauce or whatever. We go pick him up a fucking gyro or whatever. And he's still like, we get back to the crib and he's still laid out on the couch. It's like, fuck, dude. This guy is like, he obviously fake. This is hours later, obviously faking it. So I was like, oh, let's draw on his face. And he just so happened to wake up right when I was trying to fucking draw a cock on his face because that would have been hilarious. So I woke up, ate the fucking, you know, ate the fucking gyro, gyro, hero, however the fuck you say it. He ate that, called his girl, his woman, and she came, picked him up, drove him home. And then after I look at Croche, I looked at Croche and I'm like, you know, he wanted to go to a strip club for his bachelor party. And I just took him to Mars. <laughs> Sometimes... We have some harsh jokes on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's the tiger. It's not all clean. I've gotten comments before about telling like rank stories from many different people. You know, uh, oh, you shouldn't talk about that maybe or, you know, whatever. And it's fine. You know, I don't mean to offend or insult anybody. It's just what I see. It's just things I think about or things that I've done. You know what I mean? And this is one of those times. Me and my daughter were fucking laughing, dude. We were fucking... Oh, I, don't, I love riffing with my 13-year-old daughter. She's so fucking funny, dude. Her sense of humor is so on point. It's hilarious. And we can just fucking laugh. And it's different when you're joking with kids. Like, you know, I find like... When I'm joking with adults or joking with my boys or whatever, you can just start to get crass. And I rely a lot on, like, you know, just crass, harsh humor uh, to make the boys laugh. That's like a classic strategy. 
But when you're fucking joking around with your teenage daughter, you can't get crass. You can't like go for shock value or talk about shooting meth or anything like that. You know what I mean? Understandable. So you, we just push these ridiculous scenarios, dude, and it's hilarious. Um, and then my girl came around and she got mad. Well, she didn't get mad. She was just like not having it. She was like, you guys shouldn't be joking about that shit, you know. But it started because I was talking about... Now, yo, I'm just going to preface this and say I feel terrible about this whole situation. I'm not laughing at these exact people or whatever, but I was just thinking about like a crazy scenario. You know what I mean? So a while ago, there was that fucking Zika virus. You remember that shit? It was like in Brazil or whatever, where all these babies were being born with tiny heads. And I thought like, I remember seeing that on the news thinking like, damn, that's crazy. Like that's really too bad about the Zika virus, terrible, all the people that affected or whatever. But like, yo, <laughs> like imagine if those like, like imagine what that would be like to have a fucking tiny head. Let's say you have the Zika virus. Now I don't know about the survivability. I wasn't, I'm not clear about the survivability and it's not really fun to fucking joke around about babies with tiny heads. That's fine. But when the babies grow up, like, is there like a generation of like, you know, kids rolling around right now with tiny fucking heads? You know what I mean? Could you imagine that? Just having like, <laughs> like a full grown body, but like a fucking tiny little softball head, man. That'd be terrible. You know what? I'm not, I'm not fucking laughing about it. It's not funny. But just think about like if there was just, just imagine having a fucking tiny softball head. It just makes me laugh, dude. Picturing like a big dude with a tiny head. That's fucking hilarious, man. And then imagine like if like TLC or something <laughs> picked up a show, you know what I mean, about these fucking guys once they get old, you know what I mean? And just call it like, you know, tiny heads, tiny head people in big world <laughs> show them just like rolling around and just the struggles they would have trying to buy hats or glasses that fit <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious dude it just makes me laugh the imagery you know i'm not laughing at a fucking birth defect or some kind of crazy disease i'm just thinking about the imagery of like a real big person with like a tiny little dome <laughs> Like, I wonder if we're going to see him around in, like, 20 fucking years. You know what I mean? Chilling out, talking about stuff. Who knows? Again, not very funny. Like, not funny to fucking, you know, laughable, like, birth defects or nothing. I'm not doing that. The tiger's not here for that. We're not here for that. But I was just picturing how funny it would be to run into somebody with normal-sized body but tiny head. And what an affliction that would be. You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to be doing anything? Like, you're just walking around with a hood on all the time trying to hide it. <laughs> That's what I would do. I think if I had, like, an abnormally small head, I would just walk around with a hood, you know? I would wear, like, a fucking beanie and just put a hood over top of it. <laughs> just cutting the tops off of socks, you know, cutting the toes off of socks and putting it on my dome like a beanie. <laughs> Ah, dude, that's hilarious to think about. That, like, oh, man, I was crying laughing about it. And I didn't even think, like, you know, I didn't even think. Sometimes, like, you know, I'm not trying to be malicious. That's never my intent. I never want to, like, fucking, you know, I don't want to be, like, malicious or, like, it's not cruel or anything. Like, I'm not, like, 
flying down to Brazil and laughing at these fucking Zika families or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. But uh, I didn't even fucking think about it. Like me and my daughter just laughing and then my girl's like, oh, that's terrible, you guys. And I thought, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. That is terrible. <laughs> you know, if I ever fucking hit a big with the podcast, maybe we'll donate for a fucking, you know, tiny head, big people uh, cause, you know. Hopefully they all work that out down there. You know, it's weird, all this stuff, like, with the fucking pandemic, coronavirus and all, like, we forgot about a ton of things. Like, a ton of things just got put on the back burner. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But good thing, like, it was, like, a fucking coronavirus that got us and not, like, the tiny head disease that got us. Can you imagine how fucking scary that would be? You know what I mean? If all of a sudden, like, all the babies born uh, in your area just have tiny heads, you'd be thinking, like, damn. Like, are these motherfuckers going to be okay? Like, are they going to be thinking and stuff or what? Like a whole kindergarten class of, like, tiny head kids? <laughs> it's terrible to laugh about it. It just fucking makes me laugh, though. I, I, just the image, dude. Just the fucking image is making me laugh so much. Can't help it. You know, and then that's the thing about humor, too. Like, I feel like, I feel like you should never, like, censor yourself. You know what I mean? That's why I like having a podcast. Like, I'm no fucking, like, you know, who am I, Chris Rock? Who am I, Jim Gaffigan? Who am I, fucking Louis C.K.? No, dude. I'm just, I'm just fucking Dan. The thrill from Martinsville. The neon ninja himself. You know what I mean? I gave myself those monikers, just like I gave myself this fucking podcast. And I always thought, like, with the humor and all this and that, like, you, like nothing's off topic. You know what I mean? There's no joke that is too rank or too whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? If you think it and it makes you laugh, you got to fucking talk about this shit. Like how, like if we remove the, all the sadness from that fucking, from that terrible disease that happened, you know, and just think about big people with tiny heads, that's fucking hilarious. That's a TV show. You know, like the little people, big world, it would be awesome to see a tiny head people, big world. Big head world. <laughs> Them taking shit personally, you know what I mean? When like airlines and shit are talking about headroom. They're like, what the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> Halloween, they're just happy as a motherfucker buying like a full head mask and just looking like they got a full dome. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. You know, hopefully we still have some fans of the tiger after uh this segment you know and if not well then say la vie we'll find some new fans that like to laugh about fucking funny shit can't ever censor yourself you know what i mean that's not what it's about you know especially on a fucking free podcast i don't get paid for and i don't even read ads or anything this is a fucking pre-podcast so i'm pre to say anything i want and sometimes sing a song Right in the middle of a sea. For no reason. Anyways, on with the show. Oh, the what's good, Saggy dude. Yes. Just a little bit of positivity we're bringing to the world. Blasting out some positivity in the airwaves. What the what's good, Siggy? Ba-boom. Um, this, of course, is a segment 
where we just talk about good shit, man. We just talk about things that are good in life. You know? Um, you know, you can feel free to send in your what's goods. You know, because sometimes I don't know. I hear, you know, lots of times with music or like TV shows or fucking funny comedians, you always hear from other people about what's good. So that's why I have the what's good, Seggy. My first what's good is Portage on jokes, dude. Things that get written in Portage ons are mostly like 99% of it is garbage. Lots of times they're drawing dicks or tits or pussies or like stupid fucking terrible racial slurs or like terrible fucking jokes, um, you know. But sometimes you see straight gold, dude. The first great Portage on joke I saw is they started, uh, they started coming out with Portage Johns with urinals, so you don't got to lift the lid, which is amazing. You know, it's got like a little fucking thing that looks like a basin, looks like a sink. And uh, they throw like a urinal cake in there, take a piss, you don't got to lift the lid, wonderful, awesome. So in one of these portajons with a little urinal in it, uh, it said, the sink is too low and the mint tastes like piss. <laughs> it's hilarious because the urinal in there does look like a sink. That's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious dude that that is my favorite one of all time um a close second a very close second is one time i was working and i opened up the portage on and it said uh that's funny i don't remember eating five pounds of gravy <laughs> oh my god that is amazing dude that is fucking amazing Five pounds of gravy. Fuck is that funny, dude. Makes me laugh. So those are fucking great what's goods. Um, another what's good. Uh, this one I got from my homeboy. Mr. Green. Dude. If you're a hip-hop fan. If you like hip-hop. This fucking Mr. Green is absolutely incredible. I saw he has a whole YouTube series called Live from the Streets or Live in the Streets. Um, I think it's live from the streets with Mr. Green. And it just shows this fucking DJ, this fucking guy. He like records things out on the street. Um, like he'll record different sounds his car makes, like opening and closing doors and beeping the horn and shit. And then he'll like sample that and put it into a beater. He'll like sample buskers or sample like this guy that like was picking cans and singing and whistling. He went to a fucking tent city and sampled this dude singing and he just puts it to a beat and then hooks up with dope rappers like pace one he does a lot of shit with young z he's done shit with he does shit with like tons of people it's amazing mr green is the sickest dj ever he's he's fucking incredible like all of his classic beats um piano music there's like fucking so many good tracks by that guy he has this album called um classic beats with cool herc I think it's Classic Beats. I forget what number it is, but it's the Cool Herc one. And it is just such a banger, dude. Mr. Green is fucking sick. And the stuff he did, he just did uh, uh, Gucci Ninja Assassins. Um, oh, he's just, he's just fucking, he's incredible. So go check him out if you're a hip-hop fan. And if you're a music lover, live from the streets, Mr. Green, the YouTube shit is fucking incredible. 
Next, what's good? Sticking to music. The darkness, dude. I downloaded Permission to Land. Like, you know, I had this one song. Um, what is it called? I Believe in a Thing Called Love. I believe in a thing called love. But da, da, da. And it's like this funny fucking band. You know, they're around early 2000s. Um, and they had that hit. And I, I had it on a playlist. And then my buddy Mike, Mighty Mudmaster Mike, was like, yo, have you ever heard like their shit though? Have you ever heard their deep tracks? So I checked out Permission to Land and it's fucking incredible. The Darkness, they're like, they do like old, like, they do like old, like, 80s glam rock I guess but like super skillful like the guy sings and plays guitars and he's fucking incredible absolutely incredible he sings in like a falsetto voice real high and shit and it's fucking amazing dude and that permission to land album is the greatest rock album of all time I will fucking that is easily like it's fucking incredible dude it's incredible they got like hilarious songs like about getting herpes called um uh what is that song um growing on me that's what it is and then there's like love is only a feeling and then they got this one song called given up um it's an amazing song it sounds like it sounds light like all of their all of their songs like sound light and bright and they sound like you know like glam rock you know what i mean but this fucking song is about doing heroin and being addicted to heroin and this guy's just talking and the fucking lyrics dude you like listen to the lyrics he's got this one spot it's like the second verse he says uh getting off my face there's a dragon i must chase honey i'm the scourge of all mankind and everyone but me is destined just to be slaves to the remorseless grind oh isn't that fucking incredible and everyone but me is destined just to be slaves to the remorseless grind. Oh, and then he talks about shooting heroin and how he fucking, that's how he gets out of it. <laughs> but I found myself an easy way out. Oh my God. And you know, that sounds dark. Like it sounds dark in the name, The Darkness. You know, all sounds dark, but like, fuck me, is that a great song, dude? And if you're like battling a drug addiction, like I highly suggest peeping The Darkness, giving up, uh, off of the Permission to Land album. Because it's amazing. That's what's good, dude. That is what's good. And that's the What's Good Saggy. There it is. There it was. Came and went. Ba-boom. What's good. Fuck yeah, dude. I love that segment. And we haven't had it on as much. You know what I mean? It's hard to like constantly think of like good shit you can talk about. And feel free, that's the number one saggy that I think needs the most help. And that's, like, what I want. Like, people send in, like, what's good? What kind of music are you listening to right now? What kind of podcasts are you listening to right now? What are you seeing on Netflix? What are you seeing on your television? You know what I mean? Are you out there street skating? Do you know a great street skating spot in Saskatoon? That's what I want to hear about. You know what I mean? You got a cool hobby. Maybe you started crocheting. Hit me up. Let me know. Let us all know what's good. Speaking of great saggies, dude, let's bring in this fucking banger of a beat, man. Oh, it's the wandering saggy. We just fucking sit around and wonder things at the peanut butter tiger. Fuck Google. 
I don't Google anything anymore if I can help it. You know what I mean? It takes a minute to like walk into that kind of psyche that just doesn't give a fuck about looking things up and just think about it. You just sit around and you think about it. Um, my first wonderance. What does www dot stand for? Like, why did we have to put in www dot in front of web pages and shit like that? You know what I mean? What does it stand for? World Wide Web? You know what I mean? Worldwide Wrestling? You know, www? You know what I mean? What the fuck does that stand for? And then now we don't even have to type that in? I don't know. Seems weird to me. What does www dot stand for? Um, my next wonderance, this one vexes me so, man. This one, I just fucking always, like, sit around and I'm, like, getting choked about it. You know what I mean? Like, with all the music out there, just sit sit right now in your chair or at your office or fucking on your job site or in your car and think how much music there is out there. You know what I mean? There's a ton of music out there. So how come every fucking radio station is classic rock, pop, or like a mix of classic rock and classic pop or country music? You know what I mean? Where's the fucking classic hip-hop station? How come I can't hear Big L on the radio anymore? You know what I mean? Where's the fucking reggae station, dude? Play some fucking Buju Banton. Play some fucking Half Pint. You know what I mean? Play some Cobra. Flex, time to have sex. <laughs> that shit was awesome, dude. And there's no metal stations either. I don't understand how, like, Cardi B can have wet-ass pussy on the fucking radio. Ariana Grande can fucking sing about giving out blowjobs and shit like that. But I can't hear fucking Pantera sing Walk on the fucking radio stations. You know what I mean? Like, why, why is there only those fucking genres? Where are the other genres? Where are the fucking other genres? Or, like, opera? I would dig a fucking opera and classical music station, dude. You know, I think it's high time we just fucking stop listening to the goddamn radio until they start playing, you know, you guys play some fucking NWA, play some cool mode D, you know what I mean? Play some fucking shit, dude. We want to hear some goddamn music, you know what I mean? Um, my next wonder, I've been really getting into, you know, my girlfriend and my kids, they all drink bubblies, like this carbonated water. I don't really like that. But I do like Perrier's, dude. Oh my goodness, the lemon Perrier. I started getting that uh, when I go skate, you know, it's just, it's just something I do. Like sometimes I would get a Red Bull to amp myself up, but I thought it's not that good to drink Red Bulls. So I just started drinking this fucking Perrier and it's wonderful. Love it. But I noticed on the bottle, uh, it says Perrier has been around since 1863. What the fuck, dude? How did they have Perrier in fucking 1863? I didn't even know they had clean drinking water in fucking 1863. You know what I mean? How did they have carbonated fucking water back then? It's crazy, dude. It just makes me fucking wonder. And then my last wonder, I'm going to get roasted about. And I don't give a fuck, dude. Roast away. I fucking make fun of a lot of things on this podcast, so feel free to fucking roast me in the comments on this motherfucker. But, mall grabs. What's the deal? If you're unfamiliar with it, it's when you hold your skateboard by the trucks. You carry your skateboard by the axle of the fucking truck. 
you walk around with it now if you go back to like fulfill the dream and older skate videos you see people mall grabbing it's fine and then i take a hiatus off of skating and fucking all of a sudden mall grabbing is like the worst thing you can do people get roasted for fucking mall grabbing for carrying your skateboard like that like there's like a vehement hatred towards skating mongo and fucking mall grabbing and i don't understand the fucking mall grab it pisses me off like my homie like this guy is like fucking like such a thinker you know this guy does like everything that he wants he's just such himself but even he was like yo man you can't be mall grabbing and then one day he roasted me one day i was high on acid chilling out at the park and he was, we were all talking about like fucking skateboarding and shit. It was an awesome conversation. And he's like, what about mall grabs? And everybody started fucking shitting on mall grabbing. And I just like, it just pisses me off. It's like, I hate, because I don't mall grab. I do not mall grab anymore. And I hate that I don't though. I hate that I just fucking stopped mall grabbing because nobody fucking mall grabs. Bothers me. Aren't we individuals? Isn't the whole point of skateboarding to be a fucking individual? And here we all are fucking shitting on mall grabbing just the way you carry a skateboard. So harsh, man. So harsh. I'll always wonder about that. I will always fucking wonder about that. And that is exactly why I started the Wonderance thing. Fucking Wonderances, dude. Wonderances. All right, dude, we're just fucking rolling along with this podcast, eh? You just blink and it's gone. C'est la vie, though. Such is life. You know what I mean? Let's bust out some fucking Twitter trends, dude. Still don't have any Wi-Fi. Still rocking the intern beats, but that's okay. You can't hold us down. What was that Macklemore song? Can't hold us down. Whoa. I think I got it wrong there. Something about the ceiling can't hold us. Whatever happened to Macklemore? You remember that cat? That thrift shop song was awesome. Anyway, this is fucking Twitter trends though. What is going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? Well, we're gonna find out. In a very peanut buttery kind of way. Exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today? What Twitter trends? Every episode we showed out our mighty friends of the podcast. Uh, Steve Jensen. Steve Jensen is a fucking G man. Love Steve Jensen over here at the podcast. His music is incredible. Um, all of the content he sends, fucking love it, dude. We always get some good fucking feedback from that shit. His music's incredible. His jokes are hilarious. Just love this guy. What a great, talented individual he is. You can find Steve Jensen at stevejensenmusic.com. Check out his albums, Give Me the Goods, and Steve Jensen. Um, buy his merch. He has great masks and shirts and vinyl and cds dude um you mentioned the tiger if you email steve jensen music at hotmail.com you mentioned the tiger he'll give you 30 percent off premium deals uh you can find his music on spotify check him out 
And you can also check him out on YouTube. He has a hilarious YouTube channel. See the man behind the music. You know what I mean? Um, Peanut Butter Tiger. We're all over social media. You can find us. Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram. Peanut Butter Tiger on Facebook. We have a Facebook page up and running. Uh, find me on Twitter. Peanut Butter Tiger. Or uh, email me, eastfandan88 at olook.com. You can hit me up with wanderances, let me know what's good, hit me up with some tiger mail, make fun of me for fucking talking about mall grabbing, I don't give a shit. Hit me up, it's awesome. Or you can download the Anchor app and send me a voice message, and we fucking play all the voice messages. We play everything we get at the tiger. Love getting tiger mail, dude, it's the best. There it is. Um, let's kick this off with a fucking sad note, dude. Paul Mooney died. Um, Paul Mooney passed away from a heart attack. He was 79 years old. Paul Mooney, I knew that guy from um, uh, the Chappelle show. He played Negro Domus. Um, it was also like Ask a Black Guy. He was so fucking funny, man. And then I saw some of his stand-up from the comedy store, and he's fucking hilarious. Paul Mooney was fucking hilarious. Go check that guy out. What a fucking legend of comedy, dude. And it's sad that he fucking passed, man. That's terrible. <coughs> Even the Iron Sheik tweeted about it. He tweets in all capital letters, Paul Mooney, Bubba, you funny Bubba, I love you forever. That's awesome, dude. Fucking love Paul Mooney forever for sure. What a fucking, what a loss to the comedy world. That guy was fucking hilarious, man. Love Paul Mooney. Um... Lollapalooza 2021 lineup has arrived. Um, now I don't give a fuck about Lollapalooza. I don't give a shit. I don't even know what that is. But um, <laughs> Limp Biscuit is playing it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I couldn't believe that, dude. Limp Biscuit was trending. I was like, what? And then I click and it turns out they're fucking playing a live show. And that is hilarious. That is hilarious. I hope Fred Durst comes out in like a baby blue bucket hat and like a matching baby blue jersey and shorts and fucking sings rolling. Keep rolling, 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 keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> that guy was so funny, man. Show no Ben Stiller and shit. You remember when he did the fucking songs with uh, Red Man and Method Man and shit? Oh my God. Just incredible. What a fucking funny dude, man. Whatever happened to those guys? You know what I mean? And I'm so happy to see them up and playing uh, a show. Like, it'll be fucking hilarious when I'm, like, 60 years old and um, Limp Biscuit is, like, doing, like, a comeback tour or they do, like, a fucking shot to, like, back in the day of, like, Limp Biscuit singing My Generation. <laughs> or Nookie. You remember that song? Did it all for the nookie, so you can take this cookie and shove it up your ass, shove it up your ass. <laughs> Fuck, Limp Bizkit was funny, dude. Limp Bizkit was so fucking funny. Like, out of all those bands, like Papa Roach and Corn, like, yo, you were a fucking edgy-ass kid if you had, like, a Papa Roach poster and a Corn poster and a Limp Bizkit poster. Fuck, dude. You were edgy as all hell. Probably wearing a spike bracelet and a chain wallet. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious, dude. Um, there's a fucking video of Biden uh, test driving Ford's new electric F-150 Lightning pickup truck. 
they have it all wrapped with that shit that you can't take pictures of. You know, like how they wrap new vehicles so you can't tell like the body contours and shit. Um, pretty cool video. I guess he's fucking ripping around, whatever. I mean, I don't know why I retweeted that one. I thought it was interesting, I guess. Um, George Wallace, at Mr. George Wallace, he's fucking hilarious. George Wallace is fucking hilarious comedy, dude. And he's a great follow on Twitter, too. He uh, tweets with all these clapping hand emojis. He goes, stop putting 15 honeydew chunks in my damn fruit cup. Ain't no one likes that shit. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking funny, man. I love that shit. Um, I came across this account called NFL Memes. And uh, they're hilarious. It's at NFL underscore memes. Really good. They got this hilarious video of this dude just fucking juking these cops. These cops are chasing this fucking guy. They're running. And he's just fucking darting back and forth. He spins. Like, he puts a spin move on, like, five fucking cops. And he's, like, running around. And they go, uh, someone get this man an NFL contract. Pretty funny. I thought there was sound of the video. No sound. Um, somebody show, shared a dope meme. Uh, return of the King, C-O-G, at space underscore treasure eight. They go, they show this picture of this guy this guy's face in the northern lights and it goes ancestors looking on down on you like fuckers always on that phone <laughs> that's a dumb one and then lastly 60 minutes had this fucking crazy interview this fucking crazy interview with this dude he was like a ex-space military dude or whatever former navy pilot david fravor so he goes on 60 Minutes and he goes, imagine a technology that can fly 13,000 miles an hour, that can evade radar, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces. That's precisely what we're seeing, says the former head of the Pentagon's USO, UFO investigation program. So I'll play a little clip of this interview. It's fucking wild. Buried away in the Pentagon. ATIP was part of a $22 million program sponsored by then-Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid to investigate UFOs. When Elizondo took over in 2010, he focused on the national security implications of unidentified aerial phenomena documented by U.S. service members. Imagine a technology that can do six to seven hundred g-forces that can fly at 13,000 miles an hour that uh, it can evade radar and that can fly through air and water and possibly space and oh by the way has no obvious signs of propulsion no wings no control surfaces and yet still can defy the natural effects of earth's gravity that's precisely what we're seeing Elizondo tells us ATIP was a loose-knit mix of scientists electro-optical engineers avionics and intelligence experts often working part-time they combed through data and records and analyzed videos like this a navy air crew struggles to lock on to a fast-moving object off the u.s atlantic coast in 2015 that's crazy dude that's crazy and it goes on there's like a whole fucking thing about it and the crazy thing is too is the government like declassified all these fucking documents about UFOs and shit. And this guy comes on 60 Minutes in prime time. 
to talk shit about aliens and UFOs, and nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking cares. Everybody's worried about, like, what the fucking Bachelorette is up to and different Biden things and fucking pronouns and all this and that. Everybody's got their head so far up their ass that they just came out and were like, yeah, there's for sure aliens or for sure UFOs that we don't know where the fuck they're coming from. And it's wild. Just think, if they dropped that news, like, you know, 60 fucking years ago or something like that, people would be bugging. People would be tripping. But after like a year of the pandemic and how crazy the fucking politics have been lately in both U.S. and, and uh, Canada, um, it seems to just be glossed over. So that's wild. Hopefully there really are aliens ripping around and, you know, maybe they'll take over and leave us some cool space weed. I think if I if I ever fucking ran into an alien, that's what I would be asking. Like, yo, how are you guys getting stoned? You want to try some of my weed? I'll try some of your weed. But boom. Imagine getting baked with an alien. That'd be sick. It'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, and that was Twitter Trends. All right, man. That was the fucking podcast. I think we did pretty good for being so baked in the beginning. Got a little squirrely there for a second, but pulled it together and finished the fucking podcast clean, dude. That's what it's about. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you rate and review and subscribe or do whatever the fuck, you know, wherever you listen to this thing. Just drop a little comment. Yo, the tiger's sick. This podcast is dope. This guy's hilarious. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell you what to write, but write that. How about that? <laughs> um make sure you follow us all on the social medias we post all our content up there you know also get some great fucking comments and dms and all this and that it's awesome um not much to do now but press play on a dope beat tell you guys i'm thinking about you hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli doing your push-ups taking your vitamins getting enough sleep drinking enough water telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is dope if you want your music featured on the peanut butter tiger, you got wonderances, or you know what's good, or just some good old-fashioned tiger mail, you can get to me at Peanut Butter Tiger on Twitter, Peanut Butter Tiger on Instagram, Peanut Butter Tiger has a Facebook page, or email me at eastbandan88 at outlook.com. Everybody have a good one, eh? Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. Mm, bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. <laughs>